Alright, welcome. It is 12.46 a.m. the night after Thanksgiving. So we are stuffed, but unable to sleep. Welcome to our new podcast. This is brand new. Um, I am a junior high theater and art teacher in Texas. I've been teaching about 10 years. Um, I would describe myself as pretty well-rounded. Um, I'm really I'm pretty artsy. I like to create things, so we're going to give this a shot. Um, start off with uh, good old Harry Potter. Um, I've read each book about, you know, once, obviously, but like every time a new book would come out, I'd, I'd go back and reread from the beginning all the way to the new book. So I've read them at least six times. Um, I, would, I think I've read all, well, read through all, you know, like that about seven times. Um, so, I haven't read them in a long time. My, uh, ex-fiance used to tell me that I, uh, had to get rid of my Harry Potter books when we got married because she didn't want them in her house. Um, notice how I said ex-fiance. We are no longer, um, we are no longer together, and that's fine with me, because I never had a problem with Harry Potter. I really liked it. Um, what about you? Um, so I'm Katie. I am also a theater teacher and art teacher. I teach junior high and high school theater and one junior high art class. Um, I have read the books in unknown amount of times. I also did the same thing with uh, that he does where when the the new one would come out, I'd reread the whole series. Um, but I didn't actually get into the series until after the third one was out in the U.S., so I had to catch up. And then I also reread them on my birthday because I have a late July birthday, so it just kind of was fun for me. Um, I think that's that covers that. Yeah, I remember, I never forget. <laughs> I was just when I was reading Harry Potter, like I just kind of read it, didn't really talk about it, and then I had my uh. I had the the sixth book spoiled. Oh, so upset. Wait. No, I spo- actually no. Somebody spoiled it, and then I spoiled it for her. And it was so funny, but I was kind of sad. Wait, what was spoiled? Dumbledore's death. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> it was kind of funny. I was like, oh, all right. But, I don't uh, think I don't think I got anything spoiled for me. Oh, I did. Luckily. But yeah. So, um, this is just probably one of many podcasts and things I'm gonna get into. Uh, so one thing we were, we, we, Katie and I talked about is we decided that one interesting thing that might be, um, fun for us to talk about is the Gryffindor's perspective. We have been blessed to be in the best (laughs) and we're both proud Gryffindor's. Um, that's not to say that there aren't any other good qualities or good houses. Like that's the great thing about Harry Potter is that each kid in each house has some great qualities um, and some not so great qualities, but um, you know, that's it. That's the fun thing we can talk about, you know, human nature and how, how each house is great and each kid can be great too. Uh, it's just all up to the really up to your choices and um, being theater teachers, we have a unique insight into, you know, human nature and just characterizations and choices and choices. Yeah. And, um, so we thought it'd be pretty fun, you know, to talk about this. We're thinking about doing some rereads. 
um, going back over them. It's been a while, like I said, at least a, probably a decade since I've read the Harry Potter ones. We've both seen all the movies. Um, Katie's more into the Fantastic Beasts than I am. I just think it's not as bad as people say it is. I don't think it's bad. I'm just kind of, I mean, I hate to say this. I'm just kind of tired of it. Like, I am also tired of the drama of it. Yeah, I think that's what it is. That's what I don't I don't think it's necessarily the story because I don't, I don't like that one actor because of just, I saw him in a stupid movie and it kind of ruined it for me. But other than that, like, I don't hate the story. I really don't. It's actually pretty good. I just, just tired of all the drama, you know, ironic, but. Well, we like drama on the stage. We do not like backstage drama. Yeah, I just... That's always bothered me. Yeah. And so... um, Yeah, so... I guess we'll jump into Potterverse first. Or I guess Wizarding, Wizarding World now. Wizarding World now. Huh? Wizarding World now, yeah. Yeah. So, um, both House Gryffindor. Uh, my Patronus is a St. Bernard. Which... Uh, you know, I'm not, I never, I'm never a huge fan of that. It does describe me pretty well as a person. Um, you know, loyalty and there for people and willing to fight things off for the people that they love. That's totally me. My my wand is a red oak wand with a phoenix core. It's twelve and a half inch length and it's quite bendy flexibility. And so, um, yeah, that, that pretty much describes me for the most part. I can't complain a whole lot um i don't care to actually have it made but you know it is what it is mm-hmm. um so obviously pottermore well i have an interesting journey with pottermore i was originally sorted as a slytherin when i went to college then you're a slytherin well then i redid it and i got gryffindor if only they let you resort at Hogwarts. <laughs> and then I they rebranded it, so I took it again, and I got Gryffindor again. I was like, okay. I was going to accept whatever it gave me of the rebrand. Katie's big on taking things again for some reason, because she doesn't like the results the first time. So It's just who she is as a person. I, just, I don't think I'm a Slytherin. I, just, I don't have the personality to You just didn't want to be classified as a Slytherin because you see Slytherin as a bad thing. No. Oh, I know many oh, good Slytherins. Huh? I know many good Slytherins. They I'm are just good saying. people. But I am not a self-interested, ambitious person. I just <laughs> That's just not who I am. I don't know. I'm going to be honest. I don't really believe in retaking things. I, if, they, if it would have given me Hufflepuff or Ravenclaw, I wouldn't have retaken it. I only retook it because it gave me Slytherin because I know 100% I am not a Slytherin. Because you care about how Slytherin makes you look. But anyway, so I... self-interested in your Anyway, I got Gryffindor twice on the Pottermore quiz. And every time I've taken it since then in like the all questions quiz that they have out there somewhere, I always get Gryffindor. She's learned which one not to pick No, that's not necessarily true because I... When I... Because like the all questions, it like gives you a breakdown of all the houses that you are i always score very high gryffindor the next highest score is ravenclaw mm -hmm. and then hufflepuff and then slytherin so that first time i took it i don't know why i got slytherin I think it's it does not fit me that's where it, i mean because you didn't know the scheme and now you've just they've changed the, the question since the system, then but you know what you're looking for no i i did not game the system you are gryffindor, i'll take the quiz again right now <laughs> Well, yeah, but you already know how it's going to I, No, I, they've, they've also redone the quiz since then. It's, uh, you no. haven't taken the new quiz. It's stupid. I hate it. I still got Gryffindor. 
So, um, anyway. So anyway, I am a Gryffindor. As the five times I've taken this test has shown, except for one time. Um, she keeps changing how many times she's taken it. So she's very familiar okay, with the questions. So and the I took how to become a on on the that. website. I've taken it three times. I've taken the Potter the all questions quiz on. Um, I don't remember what the name of the go to quiz. I think it is. I've taken that twice and gotten Gryffindor on that twice. And it's the original questions from the original test. That makes you wonder why take the test so many times. Because sometimes it's fun to retake it just to see. I guess. I don't know. Because I, I have seen people who have changed. Like some people like took when they took it originally, like when they were a teenager, got something and then they took it again when they were in their thirties and they yeah. had switched houses. Maybe. More because like once you're sorted, you're sorted. Be proud yeah. of who you are. I am now. Yeah. Um, anyway. So my wand which I only only gotten one time, so he can't fight me on this one. Is a dogwood wand, um, which is a very pretty wood. It's for ingenious, clever people, and people who are entertaining, apparently, and quirky people. Hopefully, I'm quirky. I don't know. Um, I have unicorn hair, so I got the basic one. I'm very jealous of the phoenix feather. I wanted that really bad. Um, slightly springy flexibility, and it is 10 inches. And I do want to get my wand made. Um, there is a uh, wand maker in Connecticut, I think, that makes um, wands. You just have to like send him your specifications, and they'll actually make you the wand out of your wood. So, um, okay, but I don't know how to woodwork that. Get a lot to it. You just kind of snip it. No, but I mean, like he like <laughs> legit like put like etches puts etchings and stuff in it, and like designs the wand so it looks like you know how like the ones in Harry Potter are not just sticks you pick off the ground. Yeah, I, I mean, I know that's what we all played with when we were children. But I mean, you could still probably make one if if I wanted to. Right. I don't want to. It's the thing. And then um, I have I'm a. Here. I am a creator. I'm just not a tech technical creator. Hands-on creator. I do some hands-on things, just not very often. Um, I'm a sewer. I sew things. And then um, my Patronus is a brown hare, um, also known as a rabbit. So I I actually really love my Patronus. <laughs> How ironic would it be? <laughs> How ironic would it be if your, your Patronus was just hair, like a wig? <laughs> I remember when I got it the first time, I was like, what? And then, like, I realized it wasn't spelled like that. It's H-A-R-E, like, you know, the rabbit version. I was like, oh, yeah, because that's what they call rabbits in the UK. They call them hares. Um, fun fact, I actually went to school. My master's degree I got in England, and there was a little colony of brown hares that lived outside my window. So when I was, I don't know if they're called colonies, whatever. They're called like a little family of them, um, but especially when I was like really sad, I could look out and see them just kind of running around on the little hill outside my house—not not my house, my uh, flat—and they actually got me through some depressing times. So they almost are a natural paternus for me, weirdly. 
Cool. So those are our Patronuses and our wands. Um. Yeah. So we both last year we directed Puffs, the the stage play, which is it's based on uh, the same events, the story of Harry Potter, um, but told from a Puffs per, a Hufflepuff perspective. Oh, well, it's Puffs in there because of the copyright. Um, and so, uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun. There was a lot of, a lot of interesting characters in there. Uh, one of my favorite things is that um, the, the points of view is so different. Because I, I wasn't aware of this, but Katie told me that uh, she keeps up with this stuff online. She's, she's one of those people that kind of gets into something she likes and really obsesses into it. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean she just really dive deep into it and kind of lose yourself in it, which is it's admirable. Um but I, I'm not that way at all. I, I've kind of dabbled in lots of stuff. Um but uh she had said that there's a lot of uh, I'm not gonna say toxicity, but kind of where people you know just just Gryffindor hate. Um currently for whatever reason, I guess because Harry Potter is you know kind of from the Gryffindor point of view. Um, I mean you know what can we say? It's it's it's, it's the I mean, it's the best house to us. But like um, I think you know it's you, you typically when you write stories you try to find them from an everyman or a, or a relatable character. And I think I think that's who Gryffindor really is at heart. You know they they the qualities that you you hope everybody has of caring and. Um, grit and determination just you know everybody can relate with that or wants to relate with that and and it was funny because she said that they were kind of hating on the Gryffindors online and I think it's one of those cases where you just you know you go home you're like mom Kip was being mean to me or bullying me and she's like it's okay they're just jealous and I, I think that's I mean I'm not trying to puff us up that much but I, I think it probably is in all reality you know like they, they, you try to validate yourself if you're not in a Griffin in Gryffindor, and which you totally should, but um, you know there there's great qualities in other houses too, and that's what I really liked about Puffs because I was never a Hufflepuff fan. No, I didn't hate them, but they're always kind of odd. You know, they're I, I would I would I kind of see those kids kind of just skipping through the lunchroom, you know. Um, just very, <laughs> uh, I don't know, I would say floaty, but that's not a really good word. I don't know. Just kind of, yeah, they're, I don't know about that. I would say just kind of better, better in a group. Um, very group oriented, you know, better and stronger as a group. Not a ton of like very individual, like strong individual personalities. Um, but kind of odd and peculiar. Peculiar might be a good word. Um, like Miss Peregrine's house, you know. Oh, really? Um, just, just kind of the um, odd, odd, not only about oddballs, but just, just quirky and proud kind of thing, which is awesome. Totally, totally love that. But I really liked that because you got to see in the play, you got to see the um, the made fun of everybody, but specifically the Gryffindors, which I think was hilarious. Definitely Harry. Yeah, Harry. Oh, Harry's so funny in that one. And um, 
yeah, I just, you get to see a lot of really strong characteristics of the other houses really illuminated. Uh, and I thought that was really cool. Like, I think some of, like you were saying, the jealousy factor, I think it comes from the fact that, like, and I've gotten on, like, the soapbox about this, too, where, like, it's not fair that, like, when you go into, like, places that have, like, merch, it's really just, like, here's a sea of red and gold. Yeah. A tinier sea of green and silver. Maybe some yellow and black. Probably nothing in the actual Ravenclaw colors. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, it's kind of weird. Like, like, I, I forgot what the Ravenclaw colors were when we did Puffs. Because, like, man, I just don't even remember. Um, yeah. And one thing I think it's frustrating, because Harry is not my favorite character. Like, he's just not, you know. Really, really no, I like Harry. Like he's a great character. I I do think he's he's just the average person. He, he is um he is the everyman character. Yeah, it's hard to be the everyman character and like to be the favorite because yeah. everyone else is so quirky and conspiracy. Which is why I think like the last reread I've really done, I was like, oh wow, Harry's actually probably my favorite character now. It's not my favorite. Like he, he's clearly the hero in the hero's journey. Like that's clearly. Yeah. following the hero's journey um trope um but i i don't know like uh i've always liked hermione a lot I, i've always loved lupin in the books um you know hagrid's pretty awesome in the books i don't think it's ever really stayed um i think he was but it, it, no i don't i don't know I don't know that he was. I don't remember. It's been so long. We'll do the read through. We'll check. I can't remember. Huh? I don't know. I, I don't. I don't remember. I could. I mean, I could see him. I could see Hagrid in either Gryffindor or Hufflepuff. Yeah, it's one of those two. I'm. Yeah, definitely. Um. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I just I never really was crazy about Harry as a mm -hmm. as the. He, he's just not my favorite. Yeah, I, when I was, obviously when I was younger, I identified very hard with Hermione, and I think I still have a lot of Hermione-ish qualities. Um, I, I do love Lupin. I love Sirius. Yeah, Sirius is pretty cool. I, I do love Dumbledore. Mm -hmm. I think it's controversial. Um, what was that controversial from Fantastic Beasts? No, I think it's just controversial because people think that he allowed child abuse and he was a manipulator. But I see what he was doing is he had to do what he had to do for the greater good and it sucked, so he had to do it. Which is... I, th I think it's just total Gryffindor. Like, yeah. <laughs> maybe you get into a lot of philosophical arguments. Like, is it wrong to let someone suffer or manipulate them to get what you all what need? Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a good question. Like, I... I Oof, it's a tough question. Like it's it's morals, you know, or ethics. Yeah. I mean I think the the whole thing in Harry Potter comes down to, to, to choice and and overcoming problems to find your true hero or true self. And so I think he just didn't get involved get involved in those issues. Um, to let them find their own ways, which I, I think is is okay. But it's like fantasy as a genre, like you always have the wise old mentor, yeah, who is supposed to tell you things, but never really does yeah. because you have to figure it out for yourself because it's a it's a quest. Yeah, you can't just get all the answers. In a quest. It's, well, I mean, and the the good the thing I love about it, like a good story, I'm sorry, is gonna have 
very um, convoluted or um, what's the word? Characters that have that you know that they have that um, what's the word? You know that they they're they're great. You know they're really good, but they have that gray in there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Can't think of the word right now. Well, there is the the idea of the morally gray character, but I think you're going. For yeah. Gray. No, I'm going for like um. Yeah, I can't think of the word. It's too late. But like you know, you have everybody has good and bad qualities, and everybody, it's it. You know, there's always those those times when things that you're not necessarily proud of and in and, and all your in every story you have to have those complexities of the human nature where, where you know your bad guys are going to have to do something bad but your good people also are probably have skeletons in their closet too um they have to have that stuff in the story if every single quote-unquote good character was morally perfect yeah i mean we're coming from a, a first of all a story about magic Okay, where they kill people, you know. So I mean, you you could get into the whole politically correct arguments, but I think once you get into fantasy, I think it, at that point everything's out the window because it's fantasy. I think it's, it's all fiction. It's also interesting because, like, while Harry Potter is technically a fantasy, like there's different types of fantasy. So you have like high, mid, and low. So high fantasy would be like Game of Thrones. Yeah. Really set in its own universe. Yeah. Has nothing to do. Mid. I'm not really sure what mid is, if I'm honest. Like people have tried to explain it to me. I'm like, okay, whatever. And then low fantasy is fantasy that takes place in our everyday world. So like Harry Potter is a low fantasy because it does have <laughs> connections to. It has connections too, but it doesn't really. Set, it's not. World. Most of it's not set in the human world though. Like you have times that are beginning. A lot of the beginnings of the books are. You have, you know, towards the end, the seventh book, for sure. But, like, for the most part, it's not. It's in its own little bubble. Um, it's removed from it. You know, there's, like, a veil over us. So, I mean, I get where people might be upset, but I think I think once you get into that, you have to have those, I don't say dichotomies, but, like, those issues where, obviously, things aren't right. That's why we're telling the story, because it's that's part of the story. Otherwise, wouldn't have a story to tell, you know. And that just there are other classes and systems of things out there. Um, it doesn't mean it's not worth telling a story about it, you know. That's I, I do I do hate it when people get too caught up in all that. I understand why they do, you know. I totally do, but um, it doesn't mean you're advocating for it. It just means that you're able to see it and recognize that it's bad teachers if we knew a child was in a abusive household our first step would be to figure out a way to get that child out of there we know this right yeah, like yeah. that's literally part of our training but when you're talking about like this child if you take it out of that household because of this whole blood magic thing would get murdered you kind of almost have to leave them in the house well i mean I mean, you're also looking at it from you're also looking at it from the perspective of I mean, okay, well, you send it to whoever the parents would want him with. Well, oh, he's a murderer. Well, they didn't know that yet. No, I know that, but like he's been accused of murder. They think he's a murderer. Well, so obviously, he was a murderer. He murdered Peter, which is after right. Peter got taken away from him. Oh really? Yeah. I don't remember who that was. 
it's been a while since I've read it. So either way, I mean, but Dumbledore was never going to let him go to Sirius. There's no way. No, no. He needed him to go to, he needed him to, go to Petunia because of the blood yeah. thing. Yeah, that was always going to have to happen. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, he was totally emotionally abused <laughs> for sure. Just emotional. I think there's there's too many things that hinted like other kinds of abuse as well. I yeah, we probably shouldn't have trigger warnings. Trigger warnings are like, Um, I don't remember that. It just, some of the ways that, like, Vernon, like, it's described how Vernon, like, treats him. He, like, throws him. He hits him. There's different languages, but he's starved. I mean, that's a type of physical abuse. Sure. He's literally cramped inside a tiny closet. Yeah. So there's definitely physical. Yeah, I was I, I was thinking more of neglect than calling it physical yeah. abuse, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, again, it's fictional. Yeah. And you, ha I mean, to to the part of the hero's journey is they have to start from a rough situation to begin with, <laughs> to rise above, to make the story worth telling. And as a trope, that's just the way it's always been. Like, even if you're talking about, like, from the, like, you can go all the way back to the Bible or before the Bible, you know, they start in rough situations so they can overcome. That's the, the point of the hero's journey because they become the hero by overcoming these things and finding, finding themselves. So, yeah. I don't know. Um, you know, it's not my favorite. Harry Potter's not my favorite series or anything. I like it, you know, but I don't know. I'd, I'd be interested to read it again and see, um, see how I feel as an adult. Because I haven't, I don't, I'm trying to think if I've, I guess I've read it as an adult, but it was, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, I, I haven't, I think I read it in my early, you know, early, right after I graduated, but I haven't read it in a, a good decade. Because I, so, went to college, I, I know I did a reread when I was in college, so I would have been a young adult um, and then college and then grad school like completely like just a level reading away from me so i didn't really read anything for a long time and then i started listening to a different podcast and they were doing a reread so i was like well i'll reread it with them and then as i was doing that reread and this was like my second year teaching so about three it was 2019 no. 2020 back in the before times and my perspective had changed so much on so many characters and I actually found myself enjoying it a lot more than I think I even did as a kid sure. I understood more about what they were well you learned what punting them in a boat meant or punting them across the river or whatever it was yeah well she's not the only person <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny some of the stuff you said were like yeah obviously and you're like no I thought it meant this I was like no <laughs> Yeah, that you out there have ever thought about this, but it says that Filch punts them across like a swamp. I think it's in book five. And I, for the longest time, because I'm a magician, <laughs> just pictured him drop kicking kicking kids across the swamp. <laughs> I just I was like, we know. Yeah. 
Well, we know that he's not magical. The only way to kick a kid across a swamp would be to have some sort of magic. I didn't really realize how big the swamp was. So I thought, well, if it's... If well, swamps are usually... It's in a hallway, though. I mean, yeah. But for some reason, I never realized that it took up the entire hallway. So I was like, well, if he's just, like, putting him ten feet across... <laughs> Why doesn't he just throw him across at that point, though? Why is he punting them? I <laughs> He likes to kids. I mean, I'm like, why is he upset about this? That's dream. He finally gets to abuse children. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's. I'd be surprised. I mean, I, I bet there's other people out there that also did not realize that. So I know there's probably... other people out there that didn't realize that because talking to those people yeah. made me realize it. Yeah. Oh, wow. But, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to read it as an adult to see how. I uh, I view it now. I have to say, angsty Harry is very different. Um, in my twenty tw late twenties and now thirty, um, than when I read it when I was also fourteen, fifteen. Oh, I'm sure. And I was also angsty, and I was like, Harry, get over it. Now I'm like, no, Harry has PTSD. Yeah. And no one dealt with it. Yeah, I don't. I was never really the angsty teen. I don't think, but. I was not as outrightly was... angsty, but I think yeah. every teenager has their. I would say I was. I was kind of punk and alternative, you know. My my students now call me emo because I like some emo music and wear dark colors, and my hair's not short; it's not long. But yeah, I mean, I get it. I remember last year we were talking about doing a a, a reread, and we were even watching the movies. So I I've, I've never I didn't really do it, you know. But I I thought about it. Now maybe I'll have some time to do it. Kind of looking forward to it. Yeah. I'm excited. Um, I I would describe myself as as more of a, you know, like I said, an artist. I like to cre I love to create. So um, I've always been, yeah, I'm a sports person growing up, really. But now I've come to terms and realization that I'm I'm really more of an artist. Like I like to <laughs> write music, play music, um, create short films. Um, I'd love to enter a film festival at some point. I like to draw, paint, you know, do stuff like that. So, yeah, why not? You know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I really like. I'm, what I'm really want to do is I want to have a. See how this goes. Um, maybe a game. I love Game of Thrones a lot. I might end up with a Game of Thrones podcast of some sort. Um, you know, some other things I like. Uh, psych. You know, um, we're talking about having a theater podcast. Talking about plays or summaries, maybe just some regular books. Um, I, I really want to get into ghost hunting. I love ghost hunting. Uh, we've gone a couple times. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, we didn't really get on the camera for that, but we still experience things even just being in the camera. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited for that. Um, might, might let you go on some. I don't know. We'll see. Um, I'd love to do a cryptid one. Um, but yeah. Stay tuned. Um, hopefully, we can figure this out and uh, bring y'all, yeah, some more fun goodies along the way. Mm -hmm.